Hey friends. You know, I love blockers. I like studying blockers. Blockers, to me, that's the marrow of what we do. Because it's the blocker that challenges momentum. So I study blockers. I think you should too. Think for a second about how much agile technique is developed around solving specific problems. Look at the really detailed frameworks. They're all designed to work around the challenges that we encounter in the course of working together as a team towards a common goal. So things like non-existent management support or uh, distant product leadership, unreliable or unavailable resources, broken dependency chains, vacation or illness, the kinds of things that really interrupt flow. We try to build process to solve them. But here's the thing. If a blocker can't be solved easily and it ends up creating, let's say, a delivery issue, it's never a question of skill, but a question of will. How much you know about the Scrum framework or its ceremonies ends up not mattering. What matters is your desire and your drive to press through the blocker, no matter what, to find a way or make a way. That's how blockers get resolved. Almost every blocker has no immediately available solution, if you think about it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called a blocker. It wouldn't be challenging. It wouldn't be hard to overcome. So in almost every case, a really good blocker that impedes flow is one without an easy solution. And if it doesn't have an easy solution, that means it's not a skill you have in your toolbox or to be solved already, right? If it was something simple, you'd have done it. You'd know what to do, you'd do it. And if it didn't work, you'd try something else. But the problem is that the blockers that really frustrate us are the ones for which there's nothing in the toolbox. We don't know how to do this. I don't know how to convince managers that don't want to spend time on an agile initiative to show up in a team room. A product owner who's so pressed for time that they can't make 10 minutes a week for you. It's not an easy problem to solve. But here's the difference. What so often happens in teams is that it's difficult to solve, so we stop trying to solve it. We assume that whatever is wrong is that way and there's nothing that can be done about it. Isn't that so? What we need is not more skill, but more will. Because you can't train up for it now. If you didn't know how to influence a manager to bring more support to the team, if you don't know how to work around someone who said they would deliver something yesterday at noon and they're not bringing it, you're going to have to experiment. You're going to have to try something you've never tried before. That requires courage, requires patience. It requires a willingness to fail. And guess what? As I always say, these are the master skills in agility. It's never about what you know. It's never about what process is documented that you can repeat. It is about your willingness to try new things. That's the only thing that can help you now. Your decision and your intention to solve a problem on behalf of your teams, even though you don't know 
where to start, even if you don't know if your first idea is your best idea. That's how blockers get retired. If a traditional solution isn't available, you're gonna find a way or you're gonna create a way. You will work around or work with the blocker. So let's say Jim promised you something at 12 noon yesterday, and without it, you can't move forward. It's a dependent piece. Jim's not there. You go to his office, you go to his chair, no Jim. So what do you do? Well, let's say you find out that he left for vacation yesterday, won't be back for a week. However, your sprint goal demands that you deliver whatever it was Jim was involved in by this Friday. So that's not gonna work. So what do we do? Find a way or make a way. It's always a question of your will, not your skill. So we don't know what to do, but we could say, well, what do I think Jim would do? And maybe we can build that on our own. If Jim's not here, maybe we could go to his colleague or go to one of his bosses and try to get whatever it was Jim was going to give us from them. Maybe we could create something temporary that we know we're going to have to throw away, but at least it no longer blocks our progress. Find a way or make a way. It's always a question of will, not a question of skill. See, structuring delivery, technically, pretty easy. Especially if you leave room for adapting when the reality on the ground changes. But what's difficult is dealing with the chronic encounters that slow us down. Generally speaking, if you look at a sprint plan, or if you look at an intention, the delivery of that thing is not the hard part. Most of the code has been written before. Most of the steps that are required to mount a successful business or an initiative or plan an event, those things are well known. It's the little problems that come up, right? Caterer fell off a roof, broke their leg, can't work the event. What they were doing on the roof, that remains to, remains to be seen. But my point is, it's what you do now in the face of adversity that determines whether you succeed. Not how many events you've planned before, not how much you know about event planning, not your degree in baking or chemistry, none of those things will help you now. What will help you now is your resilience and determination in the face of the unexpected. So when dealing with blockers, here are some things that can really help. Remember that your desire to solve a problem is 90% of the battle. In general, the reason why you need to know this is that most of the population won't persist past that first challenge. Use that to your advantage. Simply having the right mindset gives you and your team an edge and makes you more likely to succeed in the long run. Repeat that mantra, find a way or make a way. It's a subtle reminder that solutions to hard problems are never easy to find. Otherwise, they wouldn't be called hard problems. They wouldn't be called blockers. And that success is always a function of persistence. All you have to do is not quit. Very few things in life work the first time you try them. Isn't that true? Problems don't get solved on their own. But once you've done this a few times, it becomes easier to incorporate this mindset because when you persist through adversity and you succeed, 
Now you have a new belief system about what's possible and how to address the really challenging problems. So ask yourself the question, what else might work? It's a really powerful technique that brings to the team creativity, uncommon thinking, and the autonomy to solve their own problems. You'd be surprised at how many times a blocker would normally translate to, oh, well, I guess we're stuck with it. I guess we have to wait. But if we just ask what else might work, sometimes pushing just an inch past the point of failure reveals to us a new solution, a new way forward. And I think that is the objective of every Agile team. My friends, thank you for joining in. You can reach me at badassagile.com. Find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile or on Instagram at badassagile. Until next time, stay badass.